Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. Pastor Bob, the Tell It Like It Is radio show. Good to have you with us tonight. This is a live broadcast coming live from the studios of KDIX Dickinson, North Dakota. 
And we are being picked up live by Holy Ghost Radio Channel 2 and also on KDIX's website and, of course, through the Mighty AM station right here in Dickinson. This is a live radio broadcast, but it is recorded sometimes when Abe's not visiting his girlfriend. It's recorded sometimes, and he's visiting his girlfriend right now, but she's in the studio with us. So so we should still be able to get this recorded. We've got uh, Sierra in the studio with us, along with Abe, the, the uh, faithful engineer. I've got... My um, guitar, Maggie, or whatever the guitar's name. I just, I don't have a guitar name. I was going to sing a song that I wrote just to start the broadcast. kind of feel like singing. Hopefully you feel like, feel like listening. Hello to Wanda listening tonight in Montana. Brother Griffith way out in Montana. Two different places in Montana. We've got, um, we've got Dave and Lauren listening in uh, Fargo. We have Carl and Jeannie in Texas listening. We have... Let's see, some stoners listening. That's their last name. They're not like pot smokers. Their real name is Stoner. Have them listening. Um, so we're just glad all of you. If you want to be part of this program, text me like so many are right now. Oh, look at everybody's texting me. Text me tonight, 701-290-7862. I'm going to sing a song I wrote a while back, and um, this song is... Um, Speaking of CDs, I'm, I'm, I'm anxiously awaiting Brother Farron's new CD. He's got a CD out. I really want to hear it. And um, they, I guess they're sending me a copy that I can play on the radio. So we're going to do that. As soon as I get it, we're going to do it. And then we're going to uh, have Brother Farron come in sometime, probably in end of June or July, and we're going to feature him as we discuss the CD that he wrote. But this is a song I wrote, not as famous as he is, but... This is about Mark chapter 5, about the man that was possessed with legion. And it's also about a guy named Bob Simons, too. I had been dying among these old tombs. Lonely, naked, and confused. My life was hopeless. Nothing left for me Only to wait in misery The day that I saw him Walking down my shore I could not believe he came for me I ran to his feet Began to worship him The next thing I knew I was free I was free from the chains That had surrounded me I had been blind But now I see The chains of my sin That had surrounded me Now lay Broken at his feet They're no longer part of me They lay broken at his feet I'm not the man I used to be Feels so good to be free Good to be free 
free from the chains of my misery. My sins all ran and were choked in the sea. Now look at me, I'm sitting free at his feet. Feels so good to be free, good to be free. Free from the chains of my misery. My sins all ran and were choked in the sea. Now look at me, I'm sitting free. Look at me, I'm sane and free. Look at me, I'm clothed and free. Sitting at his feet. There's a freedom in Jesus, and it's not a freedom to sin. It's a freedom that we don't have to sin anymore. Tell it like it is radio show, and we are, this title of this program is Your Lucky Day. Your Lucky Day. And we've got people texting me. We've got some Paulsons in Fargo, some Lomans in, um, got some Lomans north of Belfield. Brother Fuller, he was a guest on this program, and the uh, he's texting from up by Garrison Yvonne, listening from Bowman, North Dakota. I got to see her in our Bowman Church on Thursday, and I'll get to see Yvonne again this coming Thursday because we have a special speaker coming down that way. We've got Philip Woods listening in Beulah, uh, Greg and Mary listening from Mesa, Arizona, and um, and Dave Shart listening. One arm, Dave as we call them here on the program. Uh, we've got Billy slash Stormy listening from the Philippines. Um, and he said that song's his story too. Going to turn your attention. I'm going to make a lengthy reading of Scripture in 1 Samuel 3, verses 3 through 10. It says, And ere the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was, and Samuel was laid down to sleep. And the Lord called Samuel, and he answered, Here am I. And he ran unto Eli and said, Here am I, for thou callest callest me. And he said, I called not. Lie down again. And he went and lay down. And the Lord called yet again, Samuel. And Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And he answered, I called not, my son. Lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time, and he arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Lie down, and it shall be, if he call thee, that thou shalt say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and lay down in his place, and the Lord came, and stood and called called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, Speak, for thy servant heareth. This was a good day in the life of Samuel. Samuel, the Bible said he was just a boy, and he had not heard the word of the Lord yet. He had never didn't know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord revealed unto him. Samuel was just a boy, he wasn't a prophet at this time, and he soon was going to become a great prophet, and a very great prophet, but he did not know the voice of the Lord, and this was the day that the Lord revealed his voice to him. This was a lucky day for Samuel, if I can say it that way. It was a lucky day. 
you know, and and we're going to talk about this tonight. This tonight could be your lucky day. It really could. If you don't know the Acts 2:38 message yet, this could be your lucky day if there is such a thing as luck. And if we really want to call it luck, I'm just calling it luck because it makes my radio program sound good tonight. Your lucky day. I was reading uh, some things about luck before I came into the studio. This uh, supposedly was a, a ad in a in a um, magazine or in a newspaper many years ago. It said it was it said lost male dog has one eye, mangled left ear, paralyzed hind leg, crooked tail. He answers to the name of Lucky. <laughs> it doesn't sound like that dog was too lucky. The um, if he was all beat up like that. You know, there's a lot of people that talk about luck. They think, um, you know, they think that there's signs for luck, like a horseshoe uh, is a lucky horseshoe. There's a four-leafed clovers, um, two shooting stars in one night is supposed to be a sign of luck, people say. Unlucky signs include walking under a ladder, <laughs> um, you know, uh, spilling salt, you know, a black cat crossing your path. Um, it's also supposed to be unlucky to meet a funeral procession on one's wedding day. That's supposed to be unlucky. Um, and Or an open umbrella in a house. Did you know that? That was supposed to be unlucky. Did you know that? So these are all things of, of luck. Somebody thinks Friday the 13th is an unlucky day. But there are actually more Friday the 13ths than any other 13ths in, the, the, in history. Now, how does that work? I don't know. But the 13th of the month falls on Friday more often than on any other day. Did you know that? That's interesting. So we must have more unlucky days than that. Some people think if they win the lottery, they're lucky, $25 million or whatever. But do they think they're unlucky then all the time as they play and don't win? I don't know. Um, the the uh, uh, You know, there's a lot of things that people consider lucky. Tonight, our broadcast... Is, here's here's what it's about. If there's a place called heaven, and you could go there, if you could find out how to go there, and if there's a place called hell that you could find out how to avoid and miss it, if the circumstances of your life led you to coming to know this, would you consider yourself lucky? That's what I'm going to talk about tonight. Abe, is playing our music tonight. He's going to line up all this great music that's going to go perfectly with my topic, I'm sure. Text me, 701-290-7862. Some things in my past that they don't 
See, I've got people texting me, friends of mine texting me, uh, brother and sister Jones from Minnesota texting me tonight, listening in their car. We've got John and Nancy riding on a caribou in Maine. Is that right? Are you riding on a caribou in Maine? I think it's they're from caribou, Maine. Brother and sister Gubrud, Justin and his dad on their way to Kansas tonight. We've got some Millers out in Golva. Listening to us, we all, I forgot to mention Regina. Regina's listening tonight, going to get baptized next Sunday in the name of Jesus. That's exciting. And another young man in our church, Taryn, is going to be baptized in the name of Jesus Wednesday night. So I'm excited about that. I really am. We're talking about tonight, your lucky day. Speaking of Brother Jones, uh, years ago, we um, I, I nicknamed him Brother Lucky for a while. He... Um, he just uh, he was out of work and and um, and through a weird series of events he got a job. He was broke and he won a trip on a Christian radio station to Israel. And then they instead of sending him on a trip, they let him take the money instead, which they needed. And then uh, to top it all off, he and I were in line to go to some kind of concert. His wife and I and my wife and I and and some guy ran out of the concert. I wonder if he remembers this. And said, I, I can't stay for the concert. Here, here, take these tickets. And he handed them right to Brother Jones. And that's when I decided he's Brother Lucky. And uh, and so that fits into my program, Brother Lucky. I'm thinking of getting my name changed to Brother Lucky. After this program, you'll see why. We're talking about this concept that if there's a way to go to heaven, if there's a way to miss hell. You know, I, boy, there's some, you know what, I, I, I'm not even doing justice here. All these people texting me. Um, Let's see, we've got, um, who else are, there's just a bunch of people here that are texting me. But you know what, I'll, I'll do that the next time I come back. The, the, um, but if there's a chance to go to heaven and you find out about it, that's a lucky day. You know, the reason I read that story about Samuel is because Samuel, the Lord, spoke to Samuel. What a great day. What a great day when the Lord spoke to me for the first time. It was it was a great day. It it really was. It was a it was a day that changed my life. The first time I ever felt God, I didn't know what it was. I was in the delivery room when my oldest son was being born. And I felt something, I didn't know what it was. I came out of that room afterwards and went one of my friends who had just gotten out of a drug treatment center. I told him I felt something in there. He goes, That was God you felt. I was like, Wow. But it wasn't just a, a few Weeks later, I was sitting in my car smoking pot, and the Lord spoke to me. 
And you say, well, how do you know? Wasn't it just really good pot? You thought it was the Lord, but it was just really... No. No, I was sitting there in my car, not thinking about God, not praying. And I heard a voice. And the voice said, get out of your car, throw your pot and your pipe into that river. I was sitting by a little river in Valley City, that little Cheyenne River that goes through Valley City. And... As soon as I heard that voice, I heard another voice say, don't do that. That's dumb. You've done things like that before. You Don't do that. And then the other voice said, no, do it. Throw it away. The other voice said, don't throw it away. Sell it. The other voice said, no, throw it away. And the other voice said, don't throw it away. He said, give it to your friends. And right then I had a very, very first spiritual revelation in my life. I thought, this must be God. This must be the devil. What a, what a lucky day. I got out of my car and I threw that pot in the river. I didn't know anything about God, didn't know anything about the Bible. I went to a party later on that week, and I told my friends, God told me to quit smoking pot. I could still snort cocaine and those other things, but I can't smoke pot. Isn't that dumb? I, I feel dumb. when I tell the story. It just makes me look dumb. But I mean, you know what? I didn't know. I thought maybe God was against pot, you know, like maybe depressed or something. I don't, I don't know. But what a lucky day, the first day God spoke into my life. And what? A, and this could be your lucky day. And God could use this program to do it. That day that the Lord spoke to Samuel, and Samuel said, Speak, Lord, thy servant heareth. You know, let me ask you a question. This Acts 2.38 message, Peter said, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. How did you hear about this message? Sarah, how did you hear about this message? You grew up hearing about it. Abe, how did you hear about this message? The same way, he grew up and he heard about this message. You two are probably two of the luckiest people in all the world. Really, when you think about it. Now, now listen to me. My listening audience, not everybody agrees with me that listens to this program. I, I know that. But humor me tonight. Let's say the only way you can get to heaven is this Acts 2.38 message. Repentance from sin, baptism, which means immersion in the name of Jesus for the washing away of that sin, and receiving the gift, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. If this is the only way to heaven, the day that you first heard this way was a great day. Think about the circumstances of your calling. Think about how you heard this. I've got a friend of mine listening in the Philippines. His name, his nickname is Stormy. You guys hear me mention him. He listens just about every Sunday night, although it's like Monday morning there, I think. But you know, Stormy, he was in a jail cell the first time he heard this Acts 2.38 message. That was the best day of your life, Stormy. If this is the way to get to heaven, what a great day. You know, um, uh, it could have been through a friend friend's voice talking to you. It could have been that a circumstance brought you to a place where maybe you were down on your luck. Maybe you were in jail. You know, this. I've been talking to my friend One-Armed Dave about this. He and I, and if you don't like this broadcast tonight, some of it's Dave's fault. He called me Friday. He gets me so worked up that uh, gets my mind working. So if you don't like this program, you don't like... This is called Your Lucky Day. You can say, I hate that program. Text me. I hate that program. I'm going to tell you, I'll give you Dave Shart's number, and you can text him because this is his fault. But 
this is divine intervention. And there's another angle to this tonight that I'm talking about, but isn't it cool that God uses people to bring this Acts 2.38 message to other people? We can be part of somebody's lucky day. You know, we could, we could be part of this. <clears throat> you know, this, this, um, that's why I was, I've been, I've been telling people in our Dickinson church where I'm the pastor, Dickinson, North Dakota, I say, I would like to, if I get my name legally changed, it's not going to be Pastor Bob anymore. I'm going to get my first name changed to Lucky. If I get my name legally changed. And, you know, maybe I'm having trouble with the IRS or something, so I'll get my name legally changed. I'm not, but... And that you can just call me Pastor Lucky, then. And I, I you know, I'm not going to do it. In fact, I, I've, I've told this for years. I have a girl in our church named Sierra, a young lady, a, a mother now. She bought me a big old cup, coffee cup that says Brother Lucky on it. And I look at that every once in a while. Because I am lucky. I didn't know anything about this Acts 238 message. I had no idea about it. Didn't have any family that knew anything about it. I went to high school with a girl that knew something about it, but, but, um, you know, I didn't know she knew anything about it because I didn't know anything about it either. Found out later that she went to, she was a junior when I was a senior. I, she, um, she went to high school with me. She told me that one time years ago, she said, I thought you'd be like the least likely candidate to ever want this. Well, I just didn't know about it. You know, there are there is nothing as important as knowing this message. Notice what Paul said in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 5 through 8. Just think about this. Paul's talking about his life and he goes like this. Circumcised the 8th day. You know, he's a he's a Jew of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin a Hebrew of the Hebrews, as touching the law of Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ. You know what Paul was saying there? And no matter what my pedigree was, no matter what it looked like I was successful at, which he had quite a bit of um, things on his you know, plate, I mean, a lot of things that he was successful, he said, but my lucky day came when I came to this knowledge of Christ. That was my lucky day. And everything else means nothing compared to this. You people, you apostolic people that are listening to me, listen to me close. You are blessed to know this message. You are blessed to have obeyed this message. And we should stop our belly aching about everything else. You know, don't, don't have another pair of shoes or whatever it is. You know, we, we just, we don't have a car we want. Don't have the job we want. Oh, we have, you know, we're blind in one eye or whatever. You know what? 
I'd rather be blind in one eye and going to heaven than have both eyes wide open going to hell. There, there is, there is a, there needs to be, you know, here again, you people that aren't apostolic listening today, you can just tune this out if you want. But apostolic people need to live in a way like you just won the lottery. You know, because you did win the lottery. You, you, I mean, the $25 million lottery is nothing compared to being saved, going to heaven, knowing how to get to heaven. That is, just imagine, I I was with a friend of mine this week, uh, the Shrekheises are missionaries to Honduras, they came home from a conference in Russia. He told me that people in Russia would walk down the streets, they're silent, they don't laugh, they don't, they don't talk, they just are silent, just, you know, just not, there's not any communication. And he said over where he was at in Russia, they don't know how many apostolic churches there are. There are not very many. Just imagine Abe growing up, never having the opportunity to know this message. That's bad luck. That's terrible luck. You know, I, um, you text me tonight, 701-290-7862, or email me, robertsimons58 at gmail.com. I guess they're just texting me from Caribou, Maine. They're not writing on a caribou, so we got that straightened out. question was raised as my conscience fell A silly little lie It didn't mean much, but it lingers still In the corners of my mind Still you call me to walk on the edge of this world To spread my dreams and fly the future so far my heart is so frail
tuned in to the Tell It Like It Is radio show, want to give a shout out to Sister Brett's up in Kildare, North Dakota. We've got more woods. The woods are coming out of the woods works up there in um, in uh, Beulah. Got more woods listening. I know some of those woodses, a whole bunch of those woodses. The, um, we're talking tonight about your lucky day when you heard this message. Whether you grew up hearing it or whether you heard it after you were older, it's your lucky day. I, I mentioned that a friend of mine named Dave and I were talking about these, this type of thing on Friday. Somebody texted me and said, hey, thanks, Dave. Apparently they, they like this show and um, they're glad that you put something in my my ear. I'm going to do something kind of weird tonight, but i got a friend that's kind of hurting I'm not going to say his name, but I'm just going to pray for him on the air. Lord Jesus, you know who I'm talking about tonight, and I just pray for my friend. God, he's going through a tough time, and I ask you to work in his life and help him today. God, we just pray that you're just going to open up doors, give him direction. Just pray in Jesus' name. You know, um, let me just say this. It doesn't matter how much material blessing you have or do not have. If you have the opportunity to be made right with your Creator, you are blessed. It doesn't make any difference. You know, you say, well, you can say that from your position of power, Mr. American. I'm telling you, if you grew up in America and were a millionaire, I wouldn't trade places with you living in Honduras if I knew this message. You know, years ago, I um, I was at a men's Bible study. We have, at Perkins every Friday morning, there's a men's Bible study. We've got a guy with a Ph.D. in psychology that leads that. He's a pretty smart, he's a pretty smart guy, really. And um, he... Um, one morning, one Friday morning, morning, out of the blue, one of the visitors at the Bible study, and if you want to come to a men's Bible study on Friday mornings at 6 o'clock, come on. Come on. We always have a little room in that room, and um, and you'll like it. I mean, there's always a topic. There's uh, some time you can add stuff usually, and and uh, come on. But that's Perkins, Dickinson, North Dakota. Okay, don't just go to Perkins in Chicago because it's not going to work. But this, this uh, one day this guy says... I'm really upset at Christians because you ask a Christian how they're doing, and a lot of times they'll tell you they're doing good, and they may not be doing good at all, and that's lying. And I thought about that. And I thought, no, it's not lying. If I'm going to heaven, I'm doing good. Like, it doesn't matter if I got cancer. It doesn't make any difference if I lost all my money. It doesn't make any difference if my loved ones all died. I'm not trying to be callous, okay, it makes a difference. Certainly, you'll be, you'll feel bad for things that happen in this life. But in the big picture, when it's all said and done, there's only two categories of people. Years ago, when the Titanic sunk, back in Liverpool, England, the family of the people that were on the Titanic began to gather around the ship station, the shipyard, and, because they were so concerned about whether their loved ones made it or not. And on the on a big poster board, they had two headings when the Titanic sunk. And here's where the here's what the heading said: saved, lost. And they had all the people that they knew for sure that were saved 
They listed them undersaved. And they listed all the people that were under lost, under lost. You see, before that ship sunk, there was all kinds of categories of people. There was rich, there were servants, there was workers, there was, there were, um, there were young married, there were old people, there were children, all kinds of categories. But when it came down to it, there were only two categories that mattered, saved or lost. And if you are in the category of saved, or let me just say this, if you know how to be saved, you are blessed. You are blessed. What if you had never, what if I had never heard this message? I was 20 years old when I heard this message. When I heard this Acts 2.38 message. What an amazing thing that at 20 years old I learned how to be made right with God. You know, um, and it was my lucky day. And I still think I'm brother lucky. No matter what, I know how to get to heaven. You know, there was a girl many years ago that we met, and her name was Christine in Bismarck. Christine, I'm going to tell a little story about Christine, but this is a story that Christine told one day when she visited our church in Dickinson, many years after it happened. Christine grew up in a home that was very troubled. And what was interesting about Christine is we met her, my wife and I met her in a group home for troubled girls, even though Christine had never really done anything wrong. But they didn't know what to, where to put Christine. And a lady from our church named Gloria was working at a at a, um, a group home for troubled girls. And she told my wife and I, there's a girl named Christine here that's really nice that you need to come and meet. And so Lori and I went to this group home and we started teaching Christine a Bible study. Christine grew up, as I said, in a very troubled home. She, she uh, one day, her dad got so angry that he murdered her mother. He killed her mother. Dad ended up in prison, and Christine and the other siblings ended up in foster care. While she was in foster care, she was molested. And after that, they didn't know what to do with her, so they put her in a group home. In this group home, she had a Bible study. And in this Bible study, she started coming to the first United Pentecostal Church in Bismarck, North Dakota. There was a young couple there named Mike and Shirley Chuppy that adopted her. And Christine now is full of the Holy Ghost and going to church in the state of Washington. When Christine visited our church several years ago, she just told that story exactly the way I told it. A little better, of course, she was there. And this is what she said at the end. She said, If that's what it took for me to know the Acts 2.38 message, I'd do it all over again. What if I would have grown up in a perfect home and never known this. Do you see what she was saying? In other words, it was through the tragedy that she went through, which was horrible. That's how she made her connection with the truth. You know, what a lucky thing, Christine, for you. Now, most people, Sierra, would think she had really bad luck, you know, 
Because how unfair is that? You know, your dad comes home, murders your mom, he ends up in prison, you're hurt in foster care, you're, now you're in a group home for really troubled girls, and you, you've never really done anything wrong. You know, like, what's God doing and all that? Well, he's just trying to bring you to him. That's all. You know, the, uh, you know, Paul said in 2 Corinthians 6 and 2, he said, I have heard thee in a time accepted. In the day of salvation have I secured thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. You know, this program, it's I, I'm titling it Your Lucky Day, and I'm shooting for somebody driving around in Dickinson, North Dakota tonight. You got your AM radio station on? You're on your way home from Walmart or, or um, you know, the Mexican restaurant? You didn't intend to hear this program? But you heard that to, you, you might be a religious person. You might have grown up. You might have been sprinkled as a baby, you know. Went to confirmation classes. Maybe you go to church faithfully. But you did not know that in in book of Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, when people asked Peter what they need to do to be made right, right with God in verse 37, Peter said, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is to you and to your children and to all those that are called, that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. That's the same plan of salvation for today. Like I say, I was 20 years old when I heard it. You know, it's so interesting to me, or at least it's interesting to me because it happened to me. As I mentioned earlier, the first time God ever spoke to me, I was sitting in my car smoking pot. The second time God ever spoke to me, I was sitting in a Pentecostal church. And the preacher had just read Acts 22, verse 16. And it says this, And now, why tarriest thou? Arise, be baptized, washing away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. And when he read that verse, the same voice that I heard speak to me about throwing your pot in that river, that same voice said, you need to be baptized like that. He got done with his little Bible study. This was a church in Valley City, a Pentecostal church. At that time, I think there were eight people there, counting myself and this person that brought me. And when he got done with his little Bible study, he said, is there any questions? And I raised my hand. I said, can you baptize me like that tonight? He looked at his wife and he mouthed the words, where? They didn't have a baptismal tank. This was November 2nd. There was snow on the ground. So they took me out to that same river that I had <coughs> thrown my pot in a week or two earlier. And they walked out in the, we walked out in the middle of that little river, and he baptized me. He dunked me under the water. And when he did that, you know what he said? He said, in the name, I now baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. What a lucky day. And what a lucky day. And now I've got 19 grandchildren. And all the oldest ones have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And have been baptized in the name of Jesus. Some of them are just little mush heads. You know, they don't have any brains yet. They're just little kids. But all the ones with brains 
been, and of course, you know, I'm just joking, but I've got some little grandkids too, some little infant ones. But all the ones with with uh, enough sense to come out of the rain, they've been baptized in the name of Jesus, filled with the Holy Ghost. You know what? I think I am going to get my name changed to Brother Lucky. I think I am. What else in life am I missing? Like, you know, you don't think I'm having fun? Like, oh, ever since you came to Jesus, Pastor Bob, you can't take drugs anymore. Oh, ever since you came to Jesus, Pastor Bob, you can't sleep with all the women you want to sleep with anymore. Poor Pastor Bob. Really? I mean, really? Let me just tell you, if you're if you're out there laughing at me because you think my life is boring, I wouldn't trade you for anything. I wished you'd come and find out what I've got. You know, this um, this uh, uh, radio show, I love it. I really do. I just go, picked up my guitar. I'm going to play a song. Is that all right, Abe? Can we work this? He's the program director. Can we work this in? This is a little song I wrote years ago. And uh, it's based on the word, um, the, ch- the word in the New Testament, church, is from a Greek word that's ecclesia. And ecclesia means, one of the meanings of ecclesia is the called out ones. The called out ones. What a lucky day for Samuel when God called his name. What a lucky day for Pastor Bob when God called my name. And this could be your lucky day today. I got a call one evening many years ago from someone who I didn't know real well. He asked if I was ready to come out from among them. He told me he would save my soul from hell. And I was called out, called out to be holy, called out, called out of this world, called out. I knew life lay before me, I was called out to Him. Well, my life was full of sin When Jesus called me in He had a plan to wash those sins away Baptized in Jesus' name In the apostolic way His blood washed away each stain And I was called out Called out to be holy Called out Called out of this world Called out A new life lay before me I was called out to Him But it didn't seem to me I could live in victory He had a plan So I could do that too Yes he did I spoke in other tongues When the Holy Ghost came in The gift he gave to me He'll give to you The baptism of the Holy Ghost Called out 
called out to be holy, called out, called out of this world, called out, a new life lay before me, I was called out to Him. You know, we have Abe in the studio with his, I'm going to say his girlfriend, Sierra, she came up from Arkansas to see him, and uh, and she has been helping me so much of this program. You know how you've been helping me, Sierra? Because you're looking at me like you're listening, and that really helps me. When you're not here, I'm always worried about Abe that he's texting you, so so she's looking at me like she's listening. That helps me out. Abe, why don't you give out some information on, on uh, you know, can I say this before you do that? This Tuesday night in Beach, we have Brother Gilbert Pearson preaching. He's an evangelist, a friend of mine pastored in Minot, North Dakota for many years. Uh, he and his wife are very gifted people, love people. I mean, really good people. And then Wednesday night in Dickinson and Beach Community Center, Tuesday night, I'm taking some of your thunder here. Wednesday night in Dickinson at our church, 501 Elks Drive. Thursday night in Bowman, Beach and Bowman, our daughter works of ours, and he'll be in Bowman. But okay, Dave, or Dave, Abe, you go ahead and do it. All right, well, this is a tell like it is. Radio broadcast. Um, you can visit our church. It's the New Life Pentecostal Church in Dickinson, North Dakota. Um, our next service, well, we have so- service on Sunday, um, 10 o'clock a.m. Uh, is Sunday school for adults and and the kids, and then our worship service is at 11 o'clock a.m. every Sunday morning. Um, and the address to the New Life Pentecostal Church in Dickinson, North Dakota, is 501 Elks Drive. And um, you're welcome to join us. Um, our next service is Wednesday night in Dickinson. And um, that's at 7.30 p.m., 501 Elks Drive. Um, also, um, like Pastor Simons said, there's a service Tuesday night at the Beach Community Center at 7.30 p.m., and also um, Thursday night um, in Bowman at the Cornerstone Apostolic Church, 18 North Main. Um, there's a service there as well on Thursday night, 7.30 p.m. Also, if you're from the Beulah area, you can visit the Truth Community Church. The address is 220 3rd Street Northwest. They have service Sunday morning at 10.30 and Wednesday at 7 o'clock. If you'd like more information, you can call Brother Simons or email him. His email is robertsimons58 at gmail.com. Or you can um, call or text him. His cell phone is 701-290-7862. You know, um, thank you, Abe, and um, appreciate him running the show tonight. We, um, this, this um, Greg that texted me, I asked him if he's the famous Greg that uh, knows Brother Jones, and he said, I, "He said if I'm famous, it's because of Dale Jones. We've known each other for decades. My lucky day when he came to my house with the gospel. Isn't that neat? How many years ago was that anyway? I know a little bit about. I don't know Brother Greg, but I know one of my friends is Brother Dale Jones, and many years ago he taught a guy named Greg a Bible study. This Greg's texting me from Mesa." Arizona right now, living for God, serving the Lord. What a lucky day. Isn't it cool that we can be part of this? 
You know, like if if this program today is your lucky day, and if this program you are hearing this Acts 238 message for the first time, I'm glad I can be part of this. You know, before, I, I would be fair to this subject if I don't talk about something right at the very end, though. You know, if the Acts 238 message is the way, if it is, and I believe it is, and I believe the Scripture teaches it is, it's the new birth of John chapter 3, verses 3 through 5, born of the water, and of the Spirit, baptism of the name of Jesus, and receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit. Uh, it's all through the New Testament. You're going to find it all through the book of Acts. You're going to find it in the epistles. So this is the plan of salvation. Now, what if you ignore this? What if it means nothing to you? You know, the, um, you know this... this um, I think of the scripture in the book of Hebrews, chapter 10. The writer said, Of how much sorer punishment, suppose ye, shall he be thought worthy who hath trodden underfoot the Son of God, and hath counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified an unholy thing, and hath done despite unto the Spirit of grace? You know, you might you might think um, there's uh, that's just no big deal. You know, it's no big deal that I heard Acts two thirty eight. I'll just shut this program off and do whatever I want. But if it's true that this takes this is what it takes to go to heaven, and we ignore it, what's going to happen? There's a question in the book of Hebrews chapter twelve. Verse, verses 2 and 3 that nobody can answer. This is a question that the devil doesn't have the answer for. It's a question that you don't have the answer for. It's a question that God doesn't have an answer for. And you say, what could that possibly be? Well, here's the, here's, here's the question. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? which at the first begin to be spoken by the Lord, like John chapter 3, verses 3 through 5, and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him, Acts 2.38. Like, how are we going to escape if we neglect this? You know, how, how are we going to, what are we going to do? You know, we don't want to play games with this. You've been, God's given you the lottery check. He's told you where to get it. He told you where to pick it up. Are you going to just leave it laying there? Or are you going to go get it? You know, I, the whole program, I've been pretty positive, and I'm ending on kind of maybe a, a sad or scary note. But I don't think it would be fair to the subject to, to let you know that, you know, Sierra, I'm picking on you because you're in the studio. But if you turn your back on this... There isn't anything else. You could become supermodel, and you could become super rich, or whatever. But you'll have nothing. This is this is this is it. This is it. Give me more darkness, said the blind man. Give me more folly, said the fool. Give me stone silence, said the deaf man. 
I did not believe Sunday school. Take it away, said the hungry man. Although I am starving, I'll get by. Take it away, said the thirsty man. I'll find a drink before I die. I've got plenty of time to think of heaven. But right now there's too much on my mind. Just one more day, I'm going to live this way. To me, tomorrow is fine. I've got plenty of time to think of heaven. You do not. Now there's much on my mind. Just one more day, I'm going to live this way. To me, tomorrow is fine. I did not believe Sunday school. Lord Jesus, today, I pray, God, with this great opportunity of salvation, God, the knowledge of how to be saved, God, the knowledge of what you expect us to do, just the simple thing of the new birth and how to do it. Lord, I pray that today you'll help everyone that's listening to come to that place of repentance, surrender to you, and that they'll submit to being baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of their sins and that you will fill them with the Holy Spirit. I just pray tonight in the name of Jesus. Been um, glad to be with you tonight, and uh, I just my prayer is that this is your lucky day. God bless, and next week we'll be back at 8.06 Mountain Time for another Tell It Like It Is radio show. Good night.
Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.